Welcome to Female Empowered, a podcast for female fitness and wellness professionals and business owners looking for real talk about the ins and outs of the industry. I'm Krista Gurka, an accidental entrepreneur turned founder and CEO of a multi-million dollar health and wellness business. In this podcast, I'll be sharing expert insights and having real conversations about what it means to show up, thrive, and of course, get paid. We'll talk about what works, what doesn't, and what really happens behind the scenes of a client-based business. All so you can take away sound advice and actionable steps that help you become a more successful and confident business owner, all on your own terms. So let's dive in. Hello again, my friends. Welcome to another episode of Female Empowered. I'm your host, Krista Gurka, once again. And today what we're going to be chatting about is the title of this podcast is The Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day. If you read that book or even saw the movie, it was a great movie. I mean, it was a great book that I read to my kids when I when they were a little bit younger, and then it came out with a movie um, a couple of years ago. And so what I wanted to talk about today was how the the terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day that I had experienced in my business that really totally transformed the future of my business, my mindset, and the eventual forward trajectory of my company in its entirety. So this is really kind of a... um, let's see, there's no script to this. I'm just going to kind of speak about a time during the company that was at a real um, crisis mode and, and how we came out of that. So I'm going to kind of set the scene for you. There was a period of time in my business where I thought everything was going really well. We had, we did have two locations at this time. We were up to probably, I don't know, maybe 18, 19, um, staff members, team members, and things were going pretty well. We had a, a good number of clients. We were profitable and come to find out. And I eventually found this out from some members of my team that there was a, a side group chat that did not include me, which by the way, is totally fine. You know, I, while I feel like our team is one big kind of family, we do a lot of stuff together. I have no problem with the team socializing and doing things and maybe even having a group chat that's not, doesn't include me in it, which is totally fine. That wasn't really what the issue was, but I found out, come to find out that there was this one individual on our team that was um, trying to get the rest of the team to bring a lawsuit against me for improper classification, whether that be through the IRS um, or legally classifying people as contractors versus employees. And so fast forward over the next really couple months, I came to also eventually find out that this person um, was taking clients, seeing them at home. This person was telling clients and other staff members that I was not, we were going to have to close one of the locations because I was not paying rent. 
this staff member was lying to customers and giving false information and a variety of things. And at the time, you know, outward facing clients really liked this, this employee a lot. And, and she was good at what she was doing, but come to find out she was a compulsive liar and was stealing from the company. And in hindsight, I should have put an end to it sooner. However, I really let it linger for a while so long that it eventually became like a cancer in the company. I would eventually um, let her go. I would eventually terminate her employment with us and then attempt to try to put together the pieces of the company. So stage one of this kind of crisis, I would say, was when this this person would eventually leave the company. We, it was kind of toxic. There was a lot of, you know, people talking behind each other's back. There was a lot of, I could feel it, you know, toxicity within the company. And so I decided to do a, you know, kind of like a full overhaul. I did a 360 review where it was completely anonymous, where people talked about, I asked them everything from how do you really feel about the company? How do you feel about my leadership? How do you feel about the fairness of the company? And, and when I read through the results, I mean, it was like a punch to the gut. It was people saying that they felt that I was a hypocrite, people saying that they felt that I was only in it for the money, and that I was selfish, and I was greedy, and I was making people work more while I work less and I wasn't really doing what I should be doing as a leader. And it was, you know, it was tough because I'm also a human being. And when you, you know, hear not so great things about you, it's hurtful. Um, but we, you know, we dealt with that situation. I did a huge overhaul of the company and that's when I actually started transitioning everyone to employees um, and started realizing that I, as a boss, needed to step up a little bit better and put in proper systems, put in proper infrastructure, put my vision and mission on paper and, and have open dialogue with people. Because really my MO before this was just to kind of bury my head in the sand because I do not like confrontation and I also really like people to like me. So that's, you know, one of the things that is one of the things I try to work on is, you know, if people leave the company or are not doing well in the company, it's not necessarily a reflection on me as and who I am in my own self-worth. So fast forward now, probably about a year later where things are doing better, we've weeded out some of the toxicity in the company. We're kind of on this upper trend. We're in this transition period where we're really trying to work through systemizing the business. And it's one of the reasons I really, really encourage people to start this process as early as possible. As soon as you realize that you don't have system structure and process in your business, please do not try to go around the problem. Please do the work that needs to be done to set these up because the longer you wait and the more you have to backtrack and break things down to build things up, the harder it is. And I know this because this is what happened to my company firsthand. So we're in this transition. We're changing things around. We're holding people accountable. We're trying to promote people. And 
it's definitely a challenge. Growth is uncomfortable. So if you're in a stage in your business or in your life where you're feeling really uncomfortable and pushed to the edges of your limits, you're really on the verge of a breakthrough. It's not easy. It doesn't feel great, but on the other side is great. Okay. So if I tell you, if I can equate it to what we do for a living, which is, you know, physical therapy and fitness and wellness, if you, if you have someone that's having a total knee replacement, you know, they had something really crappy in their knee and that's why they went in to get a replaced. And sometimes the pain after the knee replacement, at least immediately after the knee replacement is awful. And so they think, why did I have this knee replacement? I didn't even have this much pain before the surgery, but fast forward three or four months and they're glorious. Not only are they in better in less pain than even before the surgery, now they're able to do so many more things. And within a year, they're going to forget about this. So it's the same way in business. Once you're getting to really the edge of your comfort zone, that's really when a breakthrough is about to happen. So we're coming up to the terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day where I had an employee that was, um, she just seemed like she was not happy and she had, um, she, I felt, I'm going to say this for me, I felt that, you know, during meetings, she was not engaged and she was rolling her eyes and things of this nature. And there were times that there were um, definitely things where she wouldn't talk to me. And then finally, I tried to approach the subject because again, I was working on my inner self and working on trying to not just kind of like bury things under the carpet and not talk about them. So I was at a point where I was like, I really would like to talk to you so that we can clear the air. I don't, you know, the story I'm telling myself in my head, one of the things like Renee Brown talks about a lot is the story I'm telling myself is X, Y, Z. Lo and behold, what eventually would come out of her mouth was, and not in a nice way, was her telling me in my studio, in my place of business, that I was a horrible person. I was a total hypocrite. And the only reason she was staying at the company was because she cared for the clients and she loved the clients and she didn't feel like I had the client's best interest at heart. And I left. And not only that, but then I had two managers that were witness to this that agreed with her. And so once again, I felt here I am doing all of this stuff for the business and it's just not working. It's still not working. I sat in my car that day and bawled my eyes out, like literally cried, banged on the steering wheel, called my husband. I said, I am, I'm done. I'm done. I'm throwing in the towel. I talked to my accountants. I talked to a client of mine who worked, um, was like a venture capitalist. And I talked to him like, what does it look like to sell my company? Can you give me feedback? I talked to my accountant. What kind of evaluation can we get for this company? What's the process? I was ready. I was, I had a list of people that I was going to reach out to, to sell. And I was just like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm doing the best that I can and everyone hates me and this is not what I want for my business and life is too short. And to be perfectly honest, I was like, fuck everyone. Hey ladies, are you finally realizing that you just don't know what you don't know about running your business? 
That's really the hardest part of running any business, but especially in the healthcare, wellness, and fitness business, because we didn't go to school for this. We went to school to learn how to be the best personal trainer, the best instructor, the best physical therapist, the best massage therapist, and the additional tasks of running a business may not come naturally for us. It can be incredibly frustrating to not know what to do next to build a strong business or to feel unsure about what steps you need to take to make it not only sustainable, but profitable. That's why I created FitBiz Foundations. This program is my step-by-step framework to create a successful, sustainable, and profitable business. It's specifically made for female healthcare, wellness, fitness, and movement professionals just like you. This is your chance to say goodbye to overwhelm, confusion, late nights, Googling answers, and insecurity. To stop being the bottleneck in your business and say hello to creating more reach, having more impact, and generating more profit in your pocket. You'll walk away from this program with a better understanding of your business foundations, like why your mission and vision is so important. You'll know exactly what your specialty is and who your ideal clients are and where to find them. You'll have a strong pricing plan, a clear process for managing your clients and your team, and feel confident with finances, marketing, and more. Plus, when you join the FitBiz Foundations program, you get 12 months access inside my Beyond the Movement membership community. This is a private group where you'll get to dig deeper into what you've learned, plus get accountability and access to other FitBiz bosses. Also inside the program, you'll get monthly coaching with myself and my head of operations and finance, Steve. We can help you with finances and software, hiring and pricing, and more. This alone is valued well over $6,000. The best part, though, we've recently added three additional one-on-one onboarding calls to this program. So when you sign up to the FitBiz Foundations plan, you get a FitBiz Foundations initial strategy session, plus two additional check-in calls for your progress and to strategize your next steps. These are totally free when you join the program. Are you still listening? Are you ready to get down and dirty and get some shit done in your business? Well, visit www.kristagurka.com slash fitbizfoundations, no spaces there, to learn more. You'll finally figure out what you don't know so you can move forward confidently. I hope to see you inside the group. Excuse my language, but like, fuck this, fuck them. I'm doing the best I can. F this. I hate everyone. And then, you know, I let myself sit in that in a while and I let myself be pissed and I let myself draw blame across the board. And eventually, I don't know how long it took four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks. um, I had cried enough. I pulled my big girl pants back up. And that's when I really started to go to therapy. And I really started to realize that um, I had the business that I was willing to put up with. And the only thing I had control of changing was myself. And so I started going to therapy and I started talking a lot about all these feelings I had and how really, you know, I try so much and no one sees the work that I'm doing. And, 
you know, and I really working with my therapist was great because it really helped me to see I am not my business. My business is not me. I don't need to have everybody like me. And just because somebody disagrees with me doesn't mean that they don't like me. I needed to learn to separate myself from the emotion, from the hustle, from the business as a person, meaning my self-worth was not, should not be tied to the business, which is why I'm so, why I talk so much about how you shouldn't charge what you're worth. And I'm saying that like in air quotes, because your worth is not what you charge, right? Your worth is not what you do. We are more than physical therapists. We are more than business owners. You know, I charge $200. I'm, I'm not worth $200. I'm worth way more than that. So it took me a while to get there, but I got to a point where I learned how to be a lot less emotionally reactive to things, a lot less defensive, a lot more being able to sit in my feelings and wonder why do I feel like this? And it allowed me to see things from a whole different perspective and realize, yes, yeah, some of the systems and processes that I, that I was pissed about were because I created that system in my business specifically is what I'm talking about. I created that system. I created a system where I wanted everyone to like me and I wanted to be the good guy and I couldn't be the bad guy. And so what I did was I pushed things under the rug for so long. So it really took this horrible, terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day of literally someone in my company telling me all of these things to my face. And I later would go back to her and, and I did not fire her. I took all of my energy not to be like, get the F out right now. You're fired. How dare you talk to me like that? And right now, if someone spoke to me like that, I would. But at the time, I was so emotionally invested in everything in the business. I couldn't separate that. I didn't know how to respond. I didn't know how to engage or disengage. I did not know how to have a conversation with someone without getting emotionally reactive. And now I'm in a much better place. And I have actually, um, this employee actually no longer works with us, but from a good place. And when she actually eventually resigned two years later, I actually said to her, you know, thank you for having the courage to speak up and speak your mind because it put me in a place that forced me to really reevaluate how I was running the business and how I was letting the business run me. And so what transpired after that day was really me settling into doing the inner work. And this is where I say is the biggest jump from your business going from an adolescent, a teenager into maturity, right? There's three stages of entrepreneurship, three stages of small business. And so you start in infancy and that was, this is the episode we talked about the last episode. You start in infancy, which basically means you're like the technician in the business. You move from infancy to adolescence, which is challenging, right? You go from, from being the technician to having to manage people and then from adolescence to maturity is when you're really leading a team and sitting at the top and holding people accountable and coordinating the vision of the company, you have to become a different person to get to that seat. I had to become a different person to take my company from adolescence 
to maturity. And I will tell you, it was not easy. It took a lot of being uncomfortable. It took a lot of self-reflection, a lot of inner work, a lot of learning to listen more than I spoke. And I still have a lot of learning to do. But in that process of turning, flipping the mirror on myself and realizing I have the business that I am willing to put up with, was that that spark that I needed again, after I had my meltdown and I had like my own come to Jesus moment. And I said, if I want something different, I need to make different decisions. I need to be a different person. And I feel thankful that I had the opportunity to go to therapy. I feel thankful that I had people that stuck around with me in my business and really helped propel the business forward to where it is today, to where it really does not rely on me anymore, to where I'm not as emotionally reactive anymore. And, you know, I'll give you a perfect example. Literally two days ago, I was in one of the studios And an employee came up to me and I hadn't seen this employee in a while. And the first thing they said to me was, you know, I really hate our scheduling system. The old me, Krista 1.0 would have been like, I don't fucking care. Right. Krista 2.0 was like, "Hmm, noted. Then we eventually had a conversation where I was like, you know, this is not a real great way to speak to me. I would appreciate it. And he did apologize. And so we moved forward, but you know, it was good for me to not get like, I want to punch you in the face. I was like, hmm, noted. And that was it. That was the end of the conversation until later when I was like, we have to address this, this situation. So, you know, this is really kind of me sharing a very vulnerable time in the company for myself you can take with it what you will. I'm sure as business owners. So if you think that I've got my shit together and I've never had a breakdown and I, it all is good. No, there are many, many times where I've cried in my pillow. There's many, many times where I wanted to punch a wall. There was this time where I was, and, and I'm not just like, oh, I'm thinking of selling the business. No, I was ready to sell. I had created projections. I had a list of people that I was going to reach out to that were going to buy. I was ready to throw in the towel. And by the way, this was not sell to my exit strategy. This was sell to throw in the towel. I was done. And I'm really thankful that I allowed myself to sit in that for a while. And now I feel like I'm in a totally different place with my business. I feel like I'm in a totally different place with my life. I feel like we have an amazing team. And, you know, I know there's not there, it's not going to be without bumps in the road in the future. That's not, a realistic goal, the same way it's not a realistic goal to tell one of your patients or clients, oh, you're never going to have pain again. That's not realistic. This is a real world. There are going to be tough times. There are going to be tough days. Absolutely. Now I feel like I have the systems, the strategies, the process, the emotional maturity to handle these decisions, to handle these stressful times and not get so emotionally drained from them like I kind of am right now at the end of doing this podcast. So thankfully, I didn't know if I was going to be able to get through that without crying, actually. And I did. So I'm very proud of myself. So anyways, I would love to hear some of your feedback. I would love for you to DM me over on Instagram, share with me really a vulnerable moment in your business, maybe a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day 
in your business that eventually turned out to be something good. Or if you're in that right now and you're feeling like you want to throw in the towel, reach out to me, DM me on Instagram. Let's set up a free discovery call. Let's talk it out. We all have these issues. We all are going through the same thing, regardless of how successful you think somebody appears to be on Instagram. Everyone has good days, bad days, and ugly days. All right. And if you're in one of those, I'm sending you positivity. I'm sending you, you know, support from afar. Know that you're not alone. And if you need help, reach out for help. And that's all I got for you today, my friends. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Like I said, I'd really love to hear from you. Share with me. uh, Take a screenshot of you listening to this video. Tag me or listening to this podcast. Tag me on Instagram. Share a story with me if if you're interested. I'm here for you. I'm here to support you. We're all in this together. And until next time, my friends, bye for now. Hey there. Thanks so much for listening today. But before you go, could I ask you to take a minute? Okay. So maybe like two minutes and leave me an honest review about the podcast. It really does help me get this podcast in front of more women in healthcare, wellness, and fitness. And also really lets me know that I'm actually sharing information you all like to listen to. Thanks again and catch you all on the next episode.